Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 162, Frailty. All right. If you don't know, now you're going to know. Frailty came out in 2001. Um, when? April 12th, 2001. Um, budget of 11 million, box office of 17.4 million. Really small budget. Uh, there's not a lot to this film. Yeah. Not very many locations and stuff. Um, so it's Bill Paxton, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Powers Booth. That's about it. A couple other yeah. people have some small parts. Um, but directed by Bill Paxton. I didn't know that until I was looking up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Directorial debut. Pretty good. Uh so I didn't re- I didn't quite remember this movie being like this. Like the whole thing is like an exposition. It's yeah, like a story yeah. being told, and it's all narrated almost the whole thing. I forgot. I didn't remember it in my mind being like that. So it's got Matthew McConaughey. What's it? He goes into a, a FBI place. Yeah, FBI headquarters to like, talk to yeah, his, the, the lead. Uh, yeah, some certain, some certain killer has begun killing again, and he thinks he knows who it is. God's what hand killer. That? Yeah. yeah, I think it's my brother. Why would you say that? And then he starts telling him, well, it all started back in the summer of 1970. <laughs> and then we kind of go back. <laughs> and Bill Paxson is like a widowed father with two kids. And uh, kind of quickly gets into it. One day they're eating dinner. He's like, I had a vision from God. I need to tell you that we're, what we're supposed to do, uh, we're, we're supposed to destroy demons like superheroes. <laughs> yeah, like superheroes, Adam. <laughs> What's yeah, our not even at dinner? He like he like rushes into the room at night, like they're trying to. Like, they're oh yeah, yeah, or something. And he's like, "Wake up!" He's all like disheveled. I'm like what? I have to tell you. And so, uh, the older brother, Fitton. Yeah. Uh, is a uh, kind of not buying it really. It's kind of like, well, I don't know, man. But the younger brother, Adam, who uh, kind of buys in immediately. And he says, well, we'll be able to see that they're demons. That's that's our superpower. And then there's a pretty funny scene the next day where it's like, well, we have to, I have to wait for the list. God said to give me a list of the first seven. And uh, I can't remember if it's before or after he gets the list, but Adam comes, I got a list too. God gave me a list too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, He's like, Billy Krantz, isn't that that kid who was picking on you the other week? He's like, yeah, God, he's a demon. <laughs> like, Adam, really? Come on now. We can't just, you can't make this stuff up. Then we'd be murdering people. Yeah. Now, did, did he really give you this list? I swear he did. <laughs> and then he finally, uh, he finally admits it. But uh, yeah, then he gets like a list. It's pretty cool. He's like working under a car. And he's like staring under the oh, yeah. under the oil pan, and then all of a sudden, like it gets stretches out and becomes like a fucking enchanted hallway, like a chapel like a or something. Looking up at a yeah. chapel or something, yeah, with like a Michael the Archangel mm-hmm. fucking coming down, and it's the only really fantasy part of this movie. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> you got the flaming sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this is. Like the the rest of this movie is so grounded that it just seems out of place, but really yeah. cool. And then yeah, it kind of cuts back 
out and you just see his legs under there. Just normal conversation going on. And anyways, he tells the kid he's got the list. Um who oh yeah, who's the first one? The nurse? Yes, like the nurse. Female yeah. nurse. And uh I think he they don't really show, he just shows up with her, doesn't he? Yeah, like he doesn't come home from work, which he typically does. So they kind of like eat dinner together and then they go to bed. And I think Adam is like, where's Paul? And like, yeah, he's fucking working late. And they go to sleep, Adam. And then in the middle of the night, I think Fenton hears the truck roll up and the lights kind of shine through the kid's bedroom. And he like peeks out the window and sees his dad like carrying this body bag. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, Fenton comes out and it's just this fucking woman beaten and tied up on the ground. Mm-hmm. And Fenton is the one telling us the story. Yeah. He's Matthew McConaughey. And he thinks he's he's telling on his little brother Adam. And we're trying we're kind of getting the story of how this all came to be. Um Yeah, and so Fenton's like, No, you can't what are you doing? I thought he's you know, it had been so long or something, I think. No, that comes later. Never mind. So they go in there, and then he take he. Oh yeah, he has the gloves. These we have these. These are the special gloves. I have to keep these on. And then when I take them off, I can see if they're a demon. And he takes them off, and he like touches them. It's almost like what's that other movie where he could, could see things like that? Was it Unbreakable? Yeah, where he touched people. Mm-hmm. He could he could see all their sins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he touches her, and he. Whoa! We don't get to see anything. We just assume he's seeing something. And then he kills her. And then Fenton is kind of freaking out about it. And he's like, I thought it was in the McConaughey voiceover. I thought it was just a bad dream. And then nothing had happened for a month. So I thought maybe we're, we're finally done with it. He's forgotten all about it. And then he, then they go to get a di- different one. Is that the, when they go pick the guy up from the grocery store? Yeah. I is think that that's the second, the second guy. Yeah. Yeah. They go there and see this old man getting out of his car, going into the grocery store, and they're uh, uh, waiting there. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? We're just going to wait. It's like, well, we can't do this. And Fenton's still trying to get him out of it. It's like, this is broad daylight. We can't just, what, what they're going to see us. And it's like, no, God will protect us. He told me. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. No one will see us. And then uh, I think Fenton pretends that he has his dog under his car. Yeah. Please, mister. And then, uh, yeah, dad hits him with a pipe and they put him in the car, take him back, touch him. Same type of thing. has a, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, uh, did it, did, I think it, was it about that time that Fenton goes and tells on him after the second one? I think Fenton. I think after the second one, while they're digging grave at the Rose Garden, he tells Adam that they should run away. And mm-hmm. then Adam goes and tells the dad, and the dad gets all pissed off. And he, and I think like the next night or something, the dad is like, hey, God, give me another message, but I don't want to believe it. And you're going to prove them wrong. And then he like makes them dig. The reason why I say I think this is before he goes and tells, because when he goes to get the cop, the, uh, the shed's already built. So he makes Fenton like build this what was like 15 by 15 feet 15. deep, you know, 15 feet wide, yeah. uh, this hole. And he's like, you better pray to God every, you know, the whole time for forgiveness or whatever. And then Fenton, 
basically through Matthew McConaughey's voiceover. He's like, I didn't pray once. I fucking hated yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. I just f- focused my hatred on that hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he comes to eating dinners. Hands are all messed up. And he's like, I don't know why we're digging that hole, but then it all made sense. We were making a, what do you say? We were making a dungeon. Dungeon or something. Yeah. <laughs> basically buried a giant box in the ground mm-hmm. for him to kill people in. Yeah, I think he goes and tells him after they get it was like a almost like a hippie guy in the dungeon. Once it's like built or whatever, like they finally have like the third kill, which is like some long haired young guy with duct tape over him. Yeah. And uh what the heck? So yeah, they had the third kill. And then what the hell does he do? Does he run away? I don't remember. Yeah, he Anyways, goes to he ends the up, sheriff, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he ends up at the sheriff's office telling him this whole story, and the sheriff's just like, Are you fucking crazy, man? Why would you make that stuff up about your pa? <laughs> I was like, I'm not making it up. It's true. I'll show you where the bodies are buried. He's like, Words well, go see what your pa say about your line. <laughs> 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 and then he takes him back, and then, uh, yeah, then the sheriff comes over there, and he's like, Telling him, he's like, yeah, I don't know why he would make that up. Probably because I punished him, huh? And he's like, no, you're lying. Then uh, yeah, I'm sorry to waste your time, Sheriff. It's a real shame that he was saying all this stuff in front of everybody at your office. He's out trying to read the room. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, don't worry your mind about that. I was the only one there. Oh, then, uh, <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. So then he uh, kills the sheriff. And uh, they're out there uh, digging a hole for the sheriff. And he's like, look what you made me do, Fenton. I didn't make you do anything. Yes, you did. You forced my hand. I, I committed a murder. This mm-hmm. man was an innocent man. <laughs> and now he's dead because of you. <laughs> and he's like, God told me you were a demon, but I didn't believe him. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah. Are you Are you a demon, Fenton? <laughs> <laughs> mm. And I think it's at that point he puts him in the ground right, yeah, for like yeah. seven days. And it's like, you need to pray and God will give you a vision and you'll realize what we're doing is right. Or else we're going to have to, we're going to have to take you out or something like that. Yeah. And then the brother visits him. Uh, you know, dad said you could have one glass of water a day. <laughs> Put your mouth up to the hole. <laughs> hey, Fenton, <laughs> I got yeah. some water. Bring me some food. I can't. Dad said no. just runs off now do you want the rest of the water or do you want me to wait till later (laughs) Uh, Uh, you gotta let me out of here he's gonna kill me no I can't let you out till you see a vision (laughs) and then uh, yeah I think he eventually lets him out or he opens it up and at one point to check on him did God talk to you yet (laughs) oh yeah there is no God God. (laughs) you little bastard (laughs) shuts it and then he realizes he's got to go with it if he ever wants to get out of here. So he just says, yes, he gave me a vision. But then he's eating. And then uh, he says, slow down. You're going to get sick. He's like, I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Dad. And then so they go out to get another one. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, who's the next one? He's like some uh, – some. oh, I'm out of focus there. Um, no, oh, he's he has just that bald some... guy. 
some bald prick dude. He's like, shut up, you yeah. Like when he goes to the door. <laughs> Who is at the door, hon? Shut up, you stupid mind, bitch. Mind your business, bitch. <laughs> it's like Jesus. It's like women. <laughs> Pretending they need a tire iron, and so they go yeah. back in the back. He says he has one. And Fenton's there. Fenton like backs up into something while he's getting the tire iron, and something drops on the floor, so it makes him look up. And he sees Bill Paxson about to hit him, so he hits him with the Bill Paxson with the tire iron in the stomach. They finally get him though. They take him back to the house, and uh, uh, so Fenton, you have to do this. You have to prove that you know you've learned your lesson, and you're not one of them by by killing this one. Remember what I told you: start with the neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so he hands him the axe, and. Uh, sitting there and you're thinking he's going to do it but then all of a sudden he swings it on Bill Pax and hits him right in the chest boom and then Adam's there no Fenton and uh yeah he's dying and whispers something to Adam yeah I think we assume he's telling him that God told him that Fenton's a demon and you know this proves it and so Oh yeah! After that, they they show the bald guy, and he's like, "No, no!" And then Adam comes running into frame with the axe and kills him. That was pretty cool. Um, I remember that. I, I remember seeing this in theater as I was in high school, and I remember uh, that moment in particular was fucking terrifying. Like for your first time in a theater, like because it cuts really quick. You see him, no, 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 and then it cuts. Ah! And he's like running at the camera with the axe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And the whole time you're really feeling for Fenton, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, man. This fucking dad's crazy. Um, I guess this is uh, was loosely based on a true story where the some serial killer who had his 12-year-old son help. But that was about as far as the similarities went. Um, yeah. So then it kind of – I don't remember – it doesn't show much about their lives after that or like what happened yeah. to them. It's just on to McConaughey, and he's like, I can't remember what he said. We we went to like di- shelters and different homes after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Adam, I can't remember what he said. I started seeing these things happening, and it reminded me of my dad. Nobody knew about that, but Adam, and so he thinks Adam's killing people now. Um. Yeah, and so he takes this FBI agent, the one he's talked to the whole time, out to the, the Rose Garden to show him like the bodies from his dad, I assume. And I think he's thinking Adam's new victims will be there, so that's why he's bringing them there. And, uh... Oh, yeah, they get there... What was the promise, damn it? Like, It was, if I... What was it? If you kill me or something, bury me in the... If I am a demon and you kill me, bury me in the garden, basically. And the cop's yeah. like, wait a minute. Well, how makes... does that make sense? If you're Fenton, like, you promised he would kill you, but Adam just died and you buried. And he's like, it makes sense if your name's Adam and you ain't Fenton. Like, oh, <laughs> the big old twist. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't pull a fast one on me, you son of yeah. a bitch. What, and then, yeah, there was some other thing about, like, uh, um, something about what about Fenton's victims? I don't know. 
or what about the people you killed? He said, I never killed anybody. I told you that. Fenton's the killer. Fenton would keep trophies of his victims in his basement. I never killed anyone. I destroyed demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a murderer. <laughs> I've never killed I've never killed anyone in my life. <laughs> and then uh so that that was pretty cool. Yeah, so we get the big reel that he's actually Adam. And uh, then I think before we get a little flashback of him killing Fenton, right before the end Mm -hmm. of this scene, and it shows him going in Fenton's house. And I think I couldn't, I I couldn't tell if he was just making this story up to make it up for some reason, or would you, you get the sense that Fenton was an actual killer? Dude, I I'm not gonna lie, my I could not follow the Fenton stuff because it it's just like a throwaway line. You're like, wait, what? I thought Adam was the one killing demons, but Fenton's also a serial killer. So like, what? I don't. I was very confused on that whole kind of subplot. But according to Adam, he says that Fenton's been killing people. So and he has like this weird. I mean, not that having that weird board of all the newspaper clips makes you a murderer, but like. You know, some yeah. of the visual cues makes it seem like Fenton went a little, little, went a little cuckoo. Yeah, and started killing people. And you know, it sounds like he kind of had a, did have a torture basement because he, later on. Um, but anyways, he walks in and there he's typing something on a fucking old typewriter, and uh, he walks up behind him, and then Fenton just like doesn't even look or doesn't even turn around. He just raises his head and says, "Adam," and then. Wham. Yeah. And then uh yeah, we cut back to the, the FBI agent and he's like oh, fuck, what does he say? The first kind of says, Ah, damn it. It's like you're a sick you're a sick fucking murdering psycho. I'm gonna take you in. He's got him at gunpoint and he's like, Yeah. And I think what the fuck did he say? Pity your mom isn't here, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, Something like say? that. <laughs> yeah. It's like you didn't think anyone knew, did you? It's like God saw you, and uh, it flashes back to him, the FBI agent killing his mom, and come to find out that's the whole reason that Adam is here. It's not yeah, that it, it happens anything. so quick because like he has him at gunpoint, and he's like, yeah, he taunts him with his mother thing, and then instead of shooting him, he like goes to do a, a fucking butt hit on his head, and yeah. Adam like grabs his arm, and then because he grabs his arm, then we the he audience it, yeah. get all the flashes of the the murder of his mom. I'm like, oh shit! It's all all the pieces are starting to fall. Yeah, and then we go back in time, and it shows the flashes of all the people Dad killed. Mm-hmm. He said, "That's the thing. I could see them as well as when he touched them." So it goes back, and it shows the nurse, uh, like murdering some guy. He has a slit throat. It shows the old man, like kidnapping a little girl and killing her. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only two it flashed back on, though. I think right? so, yeah. So it's weird. It didn't fl- show us everybody. Just those two. But then we start to say, oh, shit, he was seeing shit. Oh, man. And it's like, and all this time he said that like God will protect him, and we don't, even a camera, oh, yeah, it was like Dad said, even a camera couldn't see us when we were God's hand. And so he... uh yeah, even FBI the FBI agent. agent says that. He's like, what are you going to do, kill me out here? Like, you've been to the FBI. You're on camera. You met my partner. And then I think even Adam is just like, doesn't matter. God will protect me or something. And you're like, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he kills him and he plants the um, body at his brother's 
house in the basement where he was killing people. So they think the brother just killed him too. Um, and then left. So he blames it on him. And then they go back to the, it shows the FBI station and, uh, the guy who met McConaughey, like shook his hand. He's like, I just can't remember. That's all a blur. A blur. I can't remember what he, and I shook his damn hand. I can't remember what he looks like. And then a guy comes in. We got a problem here. <laughs> pops, in, pops in that pops in the tape and it shows McConaughey. There he is sitting there. And then he comes into frame and there's like a, there's just a static over his face. He's like, what's wrong with that tape? They're all like this. Every camera. So you can't see him. And so, yeah, we just get all these reveals. And I remember that back. And I was like, oh, shit, he was yeah. protected. This is cool. Because you the whole, the whole time you're fucking you're on Fenton's side kind of throughout mm-hmm. the movie. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're on Adam's side. And it's pretty it's a pretty cool twist and change. Definitely one of those movies that hits the hardest when you first watch it like yeah, a sixth totally. sense or something yeah uh but yeah and that's that's the end uh i just i wanted to rewatch it because i remember it being a pretty cool story and reveal i really didn't remember it all taking place like this some like big voiceover story being told i remember it playing out more uh chronologically for some reason but i was wrong mm-hmm. um but yeah i really enjoyed it I think it's a, a really cool, small budget, uh, kind of th- thriller. I thought it was really cool. Um, for me, I think it's a oh damn it, a seven nine, mm-hmm. seven nine. Nice. I don't know if Bill. I don't know if Bill Paxson ever did anything else. I don't remember him directing much. Yeah, I don't remember if he ever went on to do anything else. That's it. I don't know. But uh, speaking of Bill Paxton, here's a little bit of flashback of one of our uh, recent episodes. But we were talking about Training Day. We are reviewing Training Day, and you mentioned that there's a TV show. When I was editing, I was like, oh, maybe I should grab a clip from from the TV show and kind of throw it into the edit. And when I, when I fucking typed in Training Day TV show trailer on YouTube, I found it, whatever. And it's Bill Paxton plays the corrupt cop. He's just old and it's just Bill Paxton. I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was funny while I was editing. I was like, it's fucking Bill Paxton in that Training Day show. Oh, yeah. Don't they? They they swap the races. So the new yeah. cops, the black guy. Black guy yeah, yeah. The corrupt cops, the, the white guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I so thought that was <clears throat> kind of a funny little reveal. Um yeah, I remember seeing this in theaters when I was in high school, and I remember really, really liking it. Um, I think this movie is criminally underrated. Uh, I wish, I wish it got more love than it maybe have received. I mean, I'm, I think most people who you know sit down and watch it like it, but yeah, um, it's not just as popular as other like like movie like Seven. Seven's extremely popular. Like, I, I wish that Frailty kind of had that reputation that Seven does. I think Seven's a better movie, but um, I think yeah. Frailty should. Everyone should watch Frailty. It's um, it's a brisk hour and a half it's really compelling um acting is really good bill paxton's good but there's no surprise there um even if you're not really on his side you still believe that paxton is believing what he what yeah. he believes um hold on a sec every time i turn my light off i get out of focus <clears throat> um yeah i i like the the twist at the end uh, even watching it now, I knew it was coming because that's just the one thing that stayed in my mind. I didn't remember, kind of like you, I didn't remember the structure of it, but all I remember was like, that's not Fenton because um, it's just a big reveal. Um, my only like small gripe with the movie is that I kind of, like I love the reveal at the end and you get all the little like 
Um, like when the movie just straight up tells you that all of these things are actually happening. Cause for a long time, the movie doesn't actually tell you. I was like, yeah, I kind of, yeah. in a way I kind of wish it stayed that way. Cause it would have made the viewer like walking out of the theater. Like, were they doing it? Were, like, there's just kind of like a psychological thing that happens with the audience. Like, do you believe them? Do you not? But instead they kind of went straight, straight with that. Yeah. You know, they were killing him, which is fun. I, I'm not bashing it, but I think it would have been slightly better if you never would have known. Um, but uh yeah actually uh i loved how the movie felt like i don't know if you got this vibe but it felt like an 80s stephen king movie in a way like very like all the old stuff it just felt very 80s to me i felt like i was watching like an old yeah. 80s classic movie um even I though it, it was made in 2001 uh but yeah i like this movie a lot um like i said criminally underrated um i think i think if you haven't heard of it or haven't seen it i think you should definitely check it out it's worth a watch um and uh, yeah, I'm coming with 8.5. I really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it since 2001. Um, I'm glad I got to rewatch it. It's been a really long time. Yeah. 7.9, 8.5. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Really enjoy it. So go check it out. We couldn't find it anywhere streaming. Did you? No? You had to rent no, it? I had to rent it, yeah. Yeah, see, it's so under under loved that it's not even streaming anywhere. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, man. This This needs to be streaming somewhere. It's a good movie. So I just happened to have it on DVD from way back in the day. Uh, so I'd watch that on my little 10-inch uh, CRT yeah. with, the DVD, <laughs> nice. with, the, with the DVD player just to do it like it was originally intended. In like back in the day, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, go check it out, man. Frailty, 7.9, 8.5. Uh, as always, we appreciate having you. Thank you so much for watching listening. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. So come by, watch, have a listen. And uh, enjoy some movies with us. We appreciate you. Till the next piece, we're going to say peace. Peace.